Hello and welcome to Not That Anybody Asked Season 2. I've officially decided that this year will just be Season 2. Last year, Season 1. Season 2, 2024. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in forever because my episode that went up, I can't talk, literally forgets how to talk. My episode that went up last Friday, I recorded like over a week in advance because my mom and everyone were here. So I feel like I'm a little bit like behind, like, I just feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. Um, but I hope that all of your guys' holidays were great. I hope that your New Year's was good. And I am super excited for this year. I've been brainstorming stuff for this podcast and for like all the rest of my social channels. And I'm super excited about it because I'm trying to be just very authentic and not like do stuff I don't want to do or talk about stuff that I don't want to talk about just for like the sake of not talking about it, if that makes any sense. My friends in real life, if they will tell you one thing about me, it's that I just literally never shut up. And so I'm very candid with conversations with them. And I think that's one of the downfalls of having a podcast with just myself is that I don't have the like a person to bounce off with all the time, you know? So one of my things is I want to have more people on with me and just kind of have, you know, candid conversations with people. I did that with Jake once last year. I plan on doing that with him again, you know, soon. And I do have one that I've already recorded. I do need to like do a intro for it and um, edit down some of the footage or the recording that we did. But I will have that. Hopefully that will be the episode for next week. I'm really, really, really excited for you guys to hear it. It was really, really fun to do. And yeah, that's one of my things is I just want to be able to have more people on it. I really want to figure out how to get people that aren't here with me on it. Um, like kind of like when people do Zoom podcasts over like people will do it for video, but I don't really want to do video. I just want the audio from it. Um, so yeah, that's that's where this is going, hopefully. I would love to there are even a couple of you that have kind of not asked like in a bad way at all, but have been like if everyone if everyone like, you know, have someone on that has XYZ or whatever, like I'm your girl, whatever. So look out for that because that's something I really, really do want to do. The only downside in the last few weeks has been that we ended up getting RSV. <laughs> My kids had RSV um, from one of our friends, which like literally I don't, it's not, I don't. So I feel like when you say that you got an illness from a friend, it like makes your friend sound bad, but it was not like that at all. It, they had no clue he had it. It, it does, literally does not matter. But we ended up having that and now my daughter has an ear infection. So that's sick, um, literally sick. Honestly, I'll take an ear infection over the fact that last year she fell and busted her lip on a door frame like a couple days from now, a year ago. So ear infection, stitches in lip. I feel like that's we're on a better tra trajectory this year. I will say Jake and I were so freaking superstitious this new year. It was not even funny. I kind of thought he was being funny. I thought it was like a silly joke, like a goofy little haha. But he was so dead serious on the 31st. We did our normal Sunday night stuff. We did our laundry. I did the floors. We stayed up until midnight because we always stay up till midnight, even though we're usually just at home. It's just, we always do. When I tell you, we did not do a single thing on New Year's Day, like on January 1st. We did not even do the dishes, dude. Like seriously, we left every single dish in the sink. We left the floors literally like, I mean, they weren't bad because I cleaned them the night before, but didn't wipe the tables down, did not do a single thing of laundry. We were hesitant to even give the kids a bath. Like we, we literally like every single superstition about like cleaning or like washing things down the drain. We don't want any part of it. So literally left the sink 
full of dishes for probably the first time in like I don't even know how long years and then the next morning got up and um yeah did (laughs) did like a million dishes and carried on with life but that one day we were like nope we are not trying our luck with anything uh we will be as superstitious as possible even if this is just for funsies i'm not taking any freaking chances now he's back at work um everyone is gone <laughs> like we don't have any visitors anymore and yeah just like carrying on life i do have an ophthalmology appointment on monday to get my optic nerves looked at to make sure that they're not like permanently damaged from the intensive head pressure situation we had going on and i don't want to talk about that every time because i don't want this to become like my whole personality but it definitely was very shocking of a thing to deal with and the medication has been crazy like adjusting to um even since that last time i talked about it i've gone up in medicine like three or four times i think since then and it's just it's wild but i am trucking along we are figuring it out and yeah that's kind of where we're at right now. It's now the first Friday of January. Wild, wild, crazy. And dang, I'm going to have a five-year-old, a four-year-old. I'm turning 26. Jake's turning 27. Man, we'll also have been together for nine freaking years this year. Isn't that crazy? Jake is out of the military this year. Man, what a year, what a year. All right, let's jump into the topic, actually, because I had someone on my TikTok ask if I could do a episode about this because it's one of my new year's goals um to stick to a budget and Jake and I for the first time in our whole entire like 7 years of marriage actually wrote out a budget we were pretty like money conscious whatever um but we never had an actual like written out budget sheet typed out whatever you want to do And we 100% never stuck to anything we ever said if we ever did set a budget with ourselves. I think it was probably in like, I want to say September or so, that it was after he had shoulder surgery, I think. And we knew he was staying home and all that kind of stuff. We were like, we really need to like crack down on money stuff because he gets out like in a year. This was a year out from him getting out. And we were like, we just really need to crack down on this and actually stick to it and not be annoying. And so that is something that we have been very good about honestly there've only been honestly i can't even think of a time that we have kind of strayed from it i mean maybe for christmas just because you know like that's kind of crazy but no i mean we've been pretty good about sticking with it and again this is literally the first time in our entire relationship that we've actually stuck with a budget that we set i'm not going to lie i was going to get our actual budget sheet cuz we have it on our our fridge like in a little um sheet protector that so we like mark things off as they go throughout the month but i forgot to grab it and i really straight up don't want to get up again so this is kind of based off memory but i'll be as candid as i can remember i do have poor memory so i'm very sorry this isn't going to be like to the penny numbers whenever we were starting to do the budget stuff we kind of laid out this is mostly him as well because i'm not gonna lie this is a whole i don't want to get too deep into the money thing because i feel like there are a lot of different types of people when it comes to money stuff there are people who grew up and they maybe were like middle upper middle class and they just have like no fear around money that was me okay i ha- i literally have no like not in a stupid way i'm not stupid when it comes to money but it's like i'm always like yeah whatever like as long as people are making money like yeah like it doesn't really matter like whatever and jake grew up 
not like that at all. He was not in, you know, a very good financial situation growing up. And so he is terrified of money, terrified of not having money, terrified of something bad happening and it like taking all our money, terrified of like credit card, whatever, like it, there are a lot of different avenues when it comes to money on how people handle it. And I feel like him and I are kind of not a recipe for disaster by any means, but I don't really care that much. And he, for the first time in his life, has had consistent money for the last like eight years that he's been in. So it was hard for him to like reel back from like just doing whatever the hell he wanted because he was like, I have money. I can do whatever I want, like whatever. And that's not even in a bad way. It's not like he was like this crazy guy spending like money on stupid stuff because he definitely didn't get like everything he ever wanted because he had money suddenly. But he definitely like treated himself and as he should, as you should as you should whenever you are finally able to provide for yourself the way that you want it to. However, now with the economy the way it is, with how his pay has been the last, oh my gosh, that's a whole other freaking thing I can go on because it's infuriating. But he realized like, ooh, we need to like reel it back and figure it out. And I was like, okay, whatever you say, like, (laughs) I don't care, (laughs) whatever. And uh, that's kind of how we went about this. So most of this was him and we have things split pretty evenly. Um, I'm pretty sure our mortgage is only in his name, but like the deed to our house is in both of our names, if that makes any sense. So like I'm not on the loan stuff, but I'm on the house. And then when it comes to utilities, he's not on any of the utilities. It's only me. So my credit and my whatever are the ones that's on the utilities. So it's kind of benefiting both of us where like his credit wasn't expended on other things besides the mortgage and mine is still being like helped out by basically him him paying for the utilities under my credit so that's just i'm just trying to explain that like i'm not stupid when it comes to money i'm not naive when it comes to money i know like how much our bills are i'm i'm the one that pays everything right like i'm the one that like goes into each thing every month and i'm the one that does that stuff but he is the one that like deals with how much to put into saving stuff and how much to like put on paying towards our credit cards and like all that kind of stuff okay so all of that being said Whenever he was like, we need to figure out a budget and actually stick with it. I was like, sick. Literally just tell me what's going on and uh, I will deal with it. It was really important to both of us that we don't take away things that we enjoy. You know, like for us, we love getting lunch out. Like we literally freaking love it. But we were spending a lot of money getting lunch out because we had a DoorDash subscription. Okay, so we would like order DoorDash and be like 50, 60, 70 dollars on freaking lunch. Which like is fine like treat yourself but also like on top of a ten dollar a month subscription thing so we decided to cut like the budget for lunch like in half i think it's like forty dollars something like that and we canceled the doordash and we were like if we really want lunch out we will go get lunch which great we have cut down eating out so much and i've realized like we really don't need to we didn't have to have been eating out that much like it was really not that deep for us it's really easy for one of us to just go grab it and it saves a lot of money in the long run and it's like if we really want it we will just go get it and i mean we do usually always want it so like it works <laughs> it works out we still get the lunch out but we just you know actually have to be intentional about doing it and the same goes with like spending money for the the both of us there was literally like i mean obviously there was a way if we were going to be like super crazy with wanting to save like every penny but going from having like basically no budget and me and him just kind of doing whatever to then being like no fun money no sonic money no like gas station stop money you get nothing 
that's miserable. That's legitimately miserable. And I was like, no, we have to have a category of just like, not even like fun money because that, I feel like that would be like stuff with our whole family. But like for us personally, what we want, like to just like go get a drink somewhere, go get like a fun little thing, whatever. So those two things were really important for the both of us to like work into the initial budget. So that way we could, you know, not shock ourselves into like having a budget right away. And then what we did is we, I mean, obviously I know this is different people that aren't military and they don't know like exactly to the freaking penny, how much they're going to get every first and 15th. But we wrote down literally exactly what he got first and 15th, took out our mortgage, and we also separate it into two sections. So we have like first of the month paycheck, second of the month paycheck. So the first of the month paycheck, we have whatever the total is. And then we have mortgage and whatever comes out that first half of the month. Unfortunately, our mortgage is, I think it's like 140 or so dollars above what freaking BAH is for the area. And that's literally like beyond tragic to say, considering the house that we live in. But that's a whole other thing I could go on to talk about forever. So our mortgage is a very good chunk of that first paycheck. So we have kind of worked it to where that's basically the only thing that comes out in that first paycheck. I think there's like an Apple Music subscription and like a Peacock subscription, like something that's very like under $30 for like everything else kind of besides the mortgage. And then we have a food budget, a spending money budget, and we don't really even save anything that first half every time that we put money into savings it's on the 15th to see what's left over from the first and then we have a savings part worked into the 15th that i'll talk about in a second and also lumped into like the spending money was also gas money and um we i don't remember how he figured that he's the one that did that but he like looked basically at the past however many times that each of us got gas and we're like this is the average that i spend at the gas station on gas so like i'm gonna get put like two times this for this paycheck plus then whatever I don't I literally don't remember the math that he did but basically he like worked it to where every paycheck he goes like he takes cash out because he prefers it that way so he can like see it tangible whatever and then I have my own personal checking account that's connected to his but he like can't see it like it's just fine it's just like I can also access his checking account so then I go and I just transfer x amount of dollars I can't ever remember I ask him every time he's like it's written on the thing and I'm like dude just tell me I'm I'm not gonna go over there right now but then I'll just transfer it and yeah that's how we do that with like gas and like spending money drink money whatever you want to call it so he went through took out the mortgage bills all of the like expenses groceries gas fun drink money whatever stuff and then subtracted it from the total income and then that was whatever what is left over and I literally to be so candid I want to say it's literally like 21 dollars the first paycheck that is left over um so by the time we get to the 15th there should be about like you know 20 something dollars left over in there um sometimes there's more there is usually more just because sometimes we don't like do the math perfectly um and more is literally ideal so i can't really complain much about that and then for that second half we do the same thing so um we went through every single bill like electric water sewer we don't have gas but if we had gas it'd be gas um wi-fi disney plus um i still use my mom's netflix uh like all these things right and subtracted that and then went through the same thing with like gas and groceries and fun drink money 
and also whatever we want to pay on credit cards. Like I said, we kind of worked it to where everything that's not in the mortgage gets paid on the second half. So that's when we also pay for credit cards, like whatever. We don't really have that much credit card debt, but we just both have had credit cards for like seven years, I think. So we both have a little bit of stuff on there just from life, I guess. So we have like payments worked out on there that we want to do. And then we also figured how much we could comfortably put into savings without dipping down to where like, you know, when you put something into savings and then you're like, shit, I really actually need that to like live. I can't save that right now. So he, I don't remember how, again, I, I literally spent so much time being like, I know what I'm talking about, but I don't remember how he did this, but he was like, this is how much money I think we should have for like, if we want to do something with the kids, if we want to get something for them or like just to have set aside for like just in the account floating around just in case they need something and then X amount towards savings. I don't remember how much it is. <laughs> I think it's only a couple hundred dollars. I want to say it's like $250 maybe. I really don't remember. It's not a lot because I'm a normal fucking person. Okay. And if you're sitting there and you're like, I save $7 million a month. I'm like, cool. I wish I was you. I really, really do. Here's a little fun fact though, that my grandpa actually told me um, that 85% of Americans don't even have a thousand dollars saved up. And if you don't, this is not me calling you out or saying that that's a problem. Um, I'm just saying that if you are one of those people on your high horse listening to this, which I hope I don't have any of those people here, that you are in the minority if you have more than a thousand dollars saved up. And that's on that. Um, and he was really sweet and he gave us a thousand dollars for our wedding. And he was like, you are now richer than 85% of America. And we have literally barely ever gone below a thousand dollars in our savings because Jake literally was like, I can't touch his thousand dollars. So <laughs> that's that. So that's kind of how we have our budget set up a very just like talky wordy go through right now. Um, I did do a question box on Instagram as per usual, So I had some good questions on there, um, but that's kind of how we have it broken down. It's very unique to everyone. That's why I feel like budgeting stuff is so hard to talk about sometimes because you can like look up people or templates or whatever, but it's like even just living in a different city, like things are just so different everywhere you go. Like incomes are different. Expenses are different. You're going to spend more on transportation. Like it's just so individual to each person. And yeah, I mean, we don't pay for daycare. That's one thing we don't pay for. Um, technically, I'm pretty sure my daughter could be in like public free preschool right now, I think. But she could be going into public, you know, kindergarten, but we don't plan on doing that. So like these are things that we don't have to pay for that other people do. Like we don't have to pay for daycare. We've never had to pay for daycare. Neither one of us have a car payment because we bought my car outright in 2020 for, I think like seven or $8,000. And Jake's car, he also just like bought outright. But I think like what I'm saying where I have it split up, we, Jake mostly, because it's in his, his little cute boy handwriting. We have it split up, you know, like first of the month, da 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 subtract, leftover, second of the month, da 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 subtract. That's what's left over. And then kind of going from there. While still, before you even do the subtracting, factoring in like what you enjoy in life, like that's, I feel like, where a lot of people mess up with budgeting where we did i know for sure especially in the very beginning was that we were expecting ourselves to be like we are not going to do 
fun stuff because we are budgeting and it's like that is not living that is truly just not and in the world that we live in right now sometimes you just need to treat yourself to a freaking drink okay sometimes you just need to stop at a gas station and get yourself another drink like you just got to do it because life sucks sometimes <laughs> and you got to work in the budget little little pockets of things to make yourself feel better okay i'm gonna end out on some of these questions because i feel like i've said my piece on that the first one is how do you budget groceries um what we did i went back because we do walmart pickup literally like every single time i went back months on my walmart pickup and i was looking at how much i was spending weekly and it was like 250 sometimes 300 dollars on groceries and i was like mm, i feel like i could cut that down a lot but it needed to be consolidated so i was like okay how can i whatever because that's kind of my thing like I'm, I'm the grocery girly in our house like jake doesn't really do that if i tell him to go do something he obviously will but that's that's kind of my thing so i started bi-weekly grocery shopping where i will do one freaking like massive grocery pickup and i will make it like 50 to 75 dollars under budget so like i think again don't freaking quote me on this because i i should have brought my damn paper in here with me but i think that one of our food budgets is like $400 for the two weeks, which is a lot of money, but it's not. That's the thing in this economy. That's not even that much money. And it's so crazy anyway. Oh my gosh. So I, I will try and make it like 325, 350 for that, like two week, every single dinner planned out, like lunch stuff, breakfast stuff, milks, whatever. So that way, whenever, you know, like halfway through, if we run out of milk, or we run out of some fruit or something goes bad, or if I forgot something, or if we want to like have people over for dinner, we have extra room in the budget for it. So like, yeah, we'll do like 75. I usually try and stick around like 75. Sometimes it's only like 50. Um, Jake loves to grill. So I usually have a grill night for him. So I will leave him like in that $75 range to like go to the grocery store himself, pick out whatever meat he wants to do, ask his friends to come over. I just hit the microphone. I don't know if that picked it up, but <laughs> So that's kind of how we do that. And I honestly have gotten really good at really cheap meals that are still like decent-ish <laughs> for you. Um, but that's how I do groceries is I would just do like one big bi-weekly trip and I try and keep it like well under the budget. So that way, you know, if we want to do something in the middle, we have room to. Oh, this was the original person on TikTok that said she wanted me to do a podcast on this. So hello, if you're listening to this. Um, she said, how do you come up with the numbers and how you stick to it? Also, maybe what you budget or how you pick the categories when budgeting, if that makes sense. I feel like I kind of covered that. Um, that's how we do it. We break it down literally like dummy style. Every single thing, every single subscription, every single like utility and we always picked the highest utility. So like electric for us is never the same. So we looked back like six plus months into summer when our electric was the highest. And that's what we put on the budget. So I think it was like $210 or something stupid for electricity in the summer. And that's what we put on our budget. Because then, you know, if it's $100 in the wintertime, whenever our ACs or our AC, basically AC, our heater is only at like 67, um, we're just kind of like not using that money and it can be put into something else or it can be put into savings later or it can be used for something else that needs to be used for as for how to stick to it it really can be kind of difficult i'm not gonna lie um i switched to like doing sonic drink stuff because it's half price <laughs> for drinks on the sonic app and i just have been trying to be really intentional about money and spending stuff and if i want something i will you know save the money that i get for it 
And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it definitely can be difficult, but I think having realistic expectations for yourself and for your significant other is really important. And having like open communication between the two of you of your goals, period, together, separate, whatever is really, really important. Oh, she also said, and building or creating a savings plan. Um, this one's hard too, because again, we don't really have a savings. <laughs> we don't really have a savings plan. We just like put money in and hope for the best because it's kind of like a rainy day fund. Like we really try not to use it unless it's for like literally dire emergencies. Like we used it to replace our air conditioning last year. And whenever my car overheated and like literally nearly combusted over the summer, we had to spend like $800 on that. Like it's just kind of like our rainy day fund. So anything extra we just put right into there and we don't like a lot of people will have separate funds for stuff. We don't really do that. We just kind of like put it in one kind of sinking fund and just trying our best not to touch it. We both rarely use our credit cards, but there are things that we would rather use our credit card for than take like liquid cash out of savings for. Like if we want to go, like we don't ever go on trips, <laughs> but if we were to fly somewhere, like if I were to want to fly somewhere, I'd rather put it on my credit card than like take $500 out of our savings account. Like if that makes any sense, I don't know. Like I, I have a weird thing with credit cards too, where like, I know that it can definitely be very misused by a lot of people. And it's something that's very dangerous for a lot of people, but we have always just kind of used it as like, not a replacement for our savings. Cause that sounds kind of bad, <laughs> but like, if it's something that's not that big of a deal, like something that we couldn't or that we could put on a credit card and not take that money out of savings. That's something we would put on a credit card, you know? And then like ours have like points and stuff on it. We can redeem for stuff. So like sometimes it does like almost help us out more to use credit card for things, but we try really hard to be very smart about it and not just like willy nilly be like, Ooh, put it on the credit card. This next question, I don't know how to answer it because uh, we did not have to do this. So how do you prep your finances for purchasing a home and I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> we literally did nothing because Jake is active duty military. So we went through the VA and we put approximately $0 down on every single house we have ever bought because you are not required to do so with the VA. And that is one of the perks of that. And that is something we will get to use for the rest of his life. And it's something I'm so, so grateful for. We were talking about this earlier. Jake and I were because obviously he listens to podcasts and he follows my Instagram. So he saw what I'm talking about. And I was like, I don't even know what we would have done. Like if we didn't have the ability to do stuff through the VA, because like I, we, I don't, I literally don't even know. I feel wildly unqualified to give any advice on that because I genuinely do not know. Um, I will say just from like the home owning side of things, moving, whether someone's paying for it or not is expensive. It's hard because if you move into a new house, you have to like figure out new things that work in each house and blah, 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 blah. So like it is just expensive in general. So it's definitely good to have, you know, like some kind of cushion in savings, which we luckily did pretty much every time that we have moved. Um, but as for the actual purchasing of the home, I have literally no advice to give you. And I'm very sorry about that, but we lucked out. And if you are military affiliated, I would highly encourage looking into VA loans and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's it actually is very interesting and there's a lot of stuff in there people don't really know that you can use um so yeah i'm sorry i have nothing for you this question is fun things to do with kids without spending a lot of money 
I would highly recommend for like every birthday, every whatever, to ask for memberships places because my mom bought us, um, we bought it the year before this one, but I asked her to renew it for us for Christmas. Um, the Children's Museum membership. So it's free for us to go for the entire year. And that's literally iconic because I don't have to pay for it. I can literally just walk in there and be like, hey, I'm here. And they're like, sick, go play. A lot of state parks have little like museum-ish thingies attached to them that are inside that are really cool trails playgrounds um sometimes like you can get into like the ymca for kind of cheap depending on certain days of the week they run like specials almost on it i would also recommend looking into open gyms for like preschoolers or school age kids at gymnastics places around you because sometimes it'll be like ten dollars for like a two-hour class that's just like open gym for kids just kind of like run around and you know whatever a lot of outside stuff we pack lunches a lot I um, have like lunch boxes for them. I just put like little ice packs and like lunchables and stuff in it. I try really hard not to spend money on activities for them and not in a way that's like, you're not worth the money. <laughs> you're not worth the money. But like they're still little and there's a lot of things that they can't really appreciate. Like we went to, <laughs> we went to an aquarium and it was a really cool aquarium. I'm not going to lie, but they just like sped through it. And I was like, dude, look at this fish. And they're like, I already saw that fish. And I'm like, cool. You, uh, why did we spend the money to bring you to this freaking aquarium? Like you're, uh, go on your Google maps or on your Apple maps and just type in parks and zoom out a bunch and then like research the area, make a list of parks to try out, figure out, you know, like cool stuff, hidden gems, go on all trails, see if there's some trails in your area. There's a lot of stuff to do outside. Um, even though I know it's cold right now, bundle up, you know, it's free to be cold, I guess. This was Jake commenting. He said lower middle class sucks. It does suck. It really does. Um, but unfortunately, uh, the threshold for middle class is kind of going down because uh, I was looking at a thing that said that 74000 is like, it used to be considered upper middle class, you know, like as a income. And now it's like basically mid level middle class, like beyond. I don't know. I, I didn't really pay that much attention to the graphic. I just remember hearing the numbers and I was like, damn, that's crazy. All right, this last question, grocery budget. I find it so stressful nowadays. Oh my gosh, same. I unfortunately buy a lot of great value shit. I don't buy organic stuff, which a lot of dietitians have said organic is kind of BS anyway. I don't really know how true that is. So please don't like block me because of that. But um, yeah, I try really hard to like still, you know, get things that are good for me, good for the kids, good for whatever. But it is, it's so freaking hard because things are just so expensive for like no reason. <laughs> like, no, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Started making bread, <laughs> sourdough bread. I'm going to try and start making my own sandwich bread because it is like decently cheaper. Just buy a bag of flour instead of loaves of bread. Also, I would highly, highly, highly encourage anyone literally anywhere to look up WIC in your area and see what the threshold is for income because a lot of people qualify for WIC and they don't even realize it. It doesn't go on your federal taxes. It's not like an EBT or anything like that. It's just like for if your child's under the age of five, they qualify for it. And it's just basically free money. Like it's literally free like product and money if you are under a certain threshold of income. I don't remember what it is for our state. Um, but yeah, I would highly encourage looking into that because I will just take any help I can wherever like even if it's not necessarily like we would die without this It still is help just for a little bit Grocery budgeting is really hard. We have started trying to do like leftovers with stuff like make More food like for cheaper obviously and then do leftovers 
Well, we honestly hate leftovers <laughs> and we don't have a microwave. Fun fact of the day. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so leftovers are kind of tricky sometimes. Um, and we don't really like leftovers anyway. So I don't really like to make them. And like I said in the beginning, I didn't want budgeting to be stuff I didn't enjoy. So I didn't want to do the whole like frugal binder thing where it's like leftovers basically every other day of the thing you cook. Like that's not fun. That's not fun for me. All right, my voice is tired. I don't know if you can tell. I also was sick when the kids were sick. So I've been trying to work through this like shortness of breath congestion situation I've got going on. So my voice is officially tired. And I feel like I've said all that I can say on this without being so candid. I really did want to come on here with like exact numbers, but I forgot my paper. And I, I can't explain to you. Love you so much, but I can't even put into words how little I wanted to get up just now. <laughs> so... That being said, I hope you liked this. If you have any questions about anything I said or any comments or what have you, I'm going to try and be better about posting on Instagram on the actual like squares with each episode. So that way you can comment on there your thoughts on things if you would like to. Wow. Our first episode of 2024. Here we are. I'm going to edit the one for next week. Maybe I'll do the intro for that right now. No, I can't. My voice is gravelly. Do you hear me? <laughs> how gravelly it's getting? Anyway. Okay. That's enough, Katarina, Jesus Christ. All right, I will talk to you guys all later. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Welcome to season two. Love you, heart, heart, XO. I will talk to you later.